listening to the Ombre Academy podcast. You're listening to the Ombre Academy podcast. You're listening to the Ombre Academy podcast. Welcome. I'm Megan, and this is Ombre Academy in 18 minutes and 87 seconds. Our priority at Ombre is to ensure that every student feels a sense of belonging. The Student Success Center team provides a range of academic and personal support services to lower, middle, and upper school students. The Student Success Team provides support for students through social, emotional, and academic counseling, as well as supporting students with a range of learning styles and individual education plans. Today's guest is Megan Cernick, the Director of Student Success. In this episode, I join Megan and chat about my role at the Student Success Center, the services offered, the importance of having a designated space to meet specific needs, and how the center will benefit students. We also talk about the future of creating enriched environments to set students up for success, the link between belonging and academic success, and creating a collaborative community for learning strategists. So Megan, tell me about how you landed at Armbre and a little bit about your journey and how you got here. Okay. Well, I've always been familiar with Armbre. My three sisters graduated from Armbre. Um, and 22 years ago, um, I had just graduated from my BED and there were no jobs, zero available for teachers. So I was subbing and back living at home. And my dad every night was sliding job ads underneath my bedroom <laughs> As door. As dads do. That's right. I mean, the man was really anxious to get me employed and <laughs> out of his house. Out of his house, yeah. Yeah, yeah essentially. So <laughs> Dubai was coming up a lot in those job ads. So uh, on the other side of the world, he was wow, trying, he was to, trying to ship you out. Really trying to ship Jeez. me out. Yeah, I mean, tempting, beautiful part of the world. Um, and he then slid one under my door for Armbray. And it was for a grade three teacher. And uh, Gary O'Mara was the headmaster at the time. And he had been my headmaster at a school Ooh. in France that I had gone to. Cool. And uh, I applied and did not get the job because I didn't have enough experience. Uh, at that point, I'd only uh, worked as a grade four and a grade primary teacher as a long-term sub in the public school system. And then three months later, he called me. And said, listen, my head of school in the lower school has abruptly quit. And I'm going to take on that position, but I need someone to kind of be my right hand and help me out. So it's not teaching, but it'll get your foot in the door. Mm -hmm. And I said yes, because subbing was not appealing anymore. And uh, that's how I landed at the school. Your dad would have been jumping for joy. That's right. It was a job, <laughs> man. I mean, that was it. So uh, it was only supposed to be for a year. That's what he told me. And that job grew. And I ended up doing that position for three years. And it grew. That position grew more and more. So I ended up becoming the assistant lower school director for three years. And it was a really great experience to get some administration uh, under my belt. And then I moved to uh, grade two after he found a great lower school director to take over. And then I spent 10 years in grade two. And then I had twins. And when I came back from a, a almost two-year mat leave uh, from having them, I went into grade one. And now transitioning into this new role. So um, your title, your newly founded title is the director of the student success, 
success center. Yes. Um, what is that going to look like? The success center is yeah. going to be a central space on the Oxford campus. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a space that we have completely remodeled. Uh, all new furniture is coming in. There's going to be uh, differentiated furniture for the students. So standing tables. There's going to be high top desks that look outside. There's going to be standard desk sizes. There's going to be some lounge furniture that's comfortable for students as well. Um, there'll be some teaching happening in there. So, uh, for instance, uh, English as an additional language, the, the teacher that we have working with those students will be able to come in and do some lessons. The learning strategists, Ms. Bartlett and Ms. McIntyre, will be working with students in there. Um, but uh, it's, it's going to be very exciting. You know, up until now, we haven't had a designated space. You know, we've been pulling students out and working in any spaces we can find that are appropriate mm. to spend time with them. So this is a really great move for us as a school. Yeah. And so how did, how did we end up with the idea of creating a student success center. Um, I know we have, a lot of our students are busy. They're um, student athletes. They are um, engaged in extracurricular things. Um, some, some kids might have um, some learning differences or need a little bit of extra um, enrichment in certain places. So like, how did this whole idea of creating a student success center kind of come to fruition? Mm -hmm. So it's always something we've known as a school that it's a direction that we wanted to go into, but it's always come down to space and funding. So we've been able to address the space issue with the addition of the Coburg campus. Mm -hmm. And the funding has come into place with the amazing gift and donation from the O'Connor mm -hmm. family. So through that, um, the O'Connors are incredibly passionate about providing learning support and diagnostics and mental health support and education. And this is just part of what falls under the umbrella of the O'Connor Family Center for Performance. Okay. So that's how it all came to be. And now, because we have all of that in place, we're able to move forward with everything we want to be able to do for our students to best support them. And so can you talk a little bit about, um, so you mentioned that um, your team is going to be kind of composed of um, the, the learning strategists, and I'm sure you're going to be working closely um, with the student um, advisors and teachers, but what kind of services um, will you be providing in the in the success center for for all the kids? Yeah. So in terms of what we'll be offering, we'll be developing academic support plans for students who have current psychoeducational assessments on file. We'll be regularly meeting with teachers. Uh, we'll be finding academic resources for them. We'll be helping connect families to community resources. Uh, we'll be assisting students in developing effective learning strategies. It's ever evolving. And that's what's so great about it. We get to make this whatever we want. We'll be building it from the ground up. So uh, each day is going to be a new, exciting challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that um, in preparation for you taking on this role, um, you you took a trip out west and you visited a couple of other um, well-established success centers. Um, 
Can you talk about what those were like? How are they similar? How do they differ from what we're going to be offering? Yeah. So I had uh, an amazing opportunity to go to Calgary and I got to go to three different case schools. So I went to uh, Strathcona Tweedsmere and um, West Island College, WIC, and uh, Rundell College. And they have, uh, Rundell has a separate school called Rundell Academy where they focus on their students with learning differences and ADHD. Um, so they uh, all handle it similarly to us other than Rundle, which is specific for mm -hmm. those students. Um, WIC and uh, Strathcona Tweedsmere are similar to us in terms of having success centers. Uh, WIC doesn't have a specific room. They're just getting started as well over the past two years. They have uh, dedicated rooms, like tiny offices, I'd say, where their students can go in and meet with learning strategists either one-on-one -on -one or in small groups of students. But most of their work is done by pushing into the classrooms and uh, being in there to support the students while they're with their, their uh, peers because uh, they just don't have the space right now, mainly. And uh, Strathcona Tweedsmere has a dedicated student success center, and they'll be doing much of what we're doing. Mm. So it was interesting to hear what's going on in both of those schools and how they're meeting the same uh, or finding the same challenges that we are with students. You know, a lot of students who are suffering from anxiety or are having a hard time with executive functioning or um, ADHD, you know, these are the kinds of problems that we're seeing with our students and how to best support them. Um, and then uh, Rundle Academy uh, was really interesting to see that model and how all of their students have psychoeducational assessments. All of them are on individual program plans uh, and how they're all working with them in one space. Yeah. So that was a totally different model to see. And I think creating these success centers um, I think this is the future and this is the direction of kind of like an enriched and um, a really holistic educational experience. And we're lucky at Armbar that we now have a space and, and the funding to do this. Mm -hmm. And I think this is going to be the long-term direction of what we need to offer um, our youth. A hundred percent. And we want people to not feel so much like this is a problem. I mean, there's a real fear amongst parents, especially, and this was a common thread with everybody I spoke to when I was out West, that a label is a bad thing. You know, that if you find out your child has a learning difference or a struggle that, you know, they're hesitant to get that support for them, that they're going to be labeled. And I think what we need parents to understand is that we need to reframe that thinking mm. and try to get them to see it it, that it's a part of who their student is and who their child is, and it's how they understand the world. And that's valuable to our community. And by recognizing and addressing that student's learning difference, we can all learn from that. And the better we'll be able to support them. Mm. And by having the success center, we can bring them in and we can build a plan. And then everybody is better off. I like more active and like hands-on learning and, or like visual. Yeah. We did a couple projects last year where it was like 
one of our summative projects for citizenship, you could like choose to make a mural or something. So you could like express how you felt or how you were thinking in other ways than like writing and doing essays. I really enjoy just sort of broader class discussions. And I think a lot of that is because I, I, um, well, I either don't talk at all or I talk way too much. Um, and sometimes I don't know when to stop talking. Um, so when it comes to, you know, just a broader class discussion, um, I do enjoy those. I find I can get a lot out of them just as, um, you know, engaging in conversation, talking about the things. And, and, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, if I'm writing down an answer on the page, you know, if I'm giving a correct answer, wrong answer, if I'm explaining the ideas co correctly. I just find it so much easier. Yeah, we've gone on a couple field trips to like, um, well, we went to the Black Cultural Center, which was cool because we got to like see all the artifacts and like read all about their experiences rather than just like having a lecture from a teacher. Global History um, 12 course I'm, I'm taking right now, we've had um, lots of um, parts of the class that are more discussion based and I really like that. And you know, I, 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 I do think that teachers are, are broadly accommodating of, of, of my needs and really um, I'm quite thankful for that, honestly. Um, I feel like they have a bunch of different projects throughout the school year where like each project supports all learning styles because there's multiple elements that you can like choose from. You don't only have to write an essay, you can also do like think visual aspects. And we're building something too where teachers will have people to go and refer to and I'll be able to go into classrooms and observe students and that's going to be part of my role too and say, you know, okay, well, this is something I noticed and, you know, I can help in this area or if a teacher is struggling with something, I'll be able to go in and say, okay, well, we could try this and see if that helps. So it's, it's a whole new approach to what we're doing to support our students now. Yeah. And I know a lot of times we are, our admissions um, process for the, for the past little while, it's, um, it's a running admission. So sometimes we get students coming in in the middle of the year. We always have students starting in different grades. And so students are coming in um, from all different backgrounds in terms of their education and their, their capabilities. So how do you think, what role will you play with those new, new, um, new students coming into the school? Mm. So initially, new student integration would fall to directors and teachers. Um, and then after that, uh, if they're coming in and we know they need academic or social-emotional support, then immediately we'll be able to build a new plan for them to help support them so that that gets right out of the gate immediately. Uh, but if they're having a hard time adjusting... Uh, when they first arrive and that's flagged by somebody, then we can jump right in and we can help with their social emotional needs because that sense of belongingness is always directly linked to academic achievement. So we want them to feel right away like they've found a community and that they're settled and supported. So that's an area that we'll be able to, to help with. If you could give advice to um, potential incoming students or parents well, that might use the Student Success Center, um, what, what would that be? Uh, I would tell them not to hesitate to reach out 
and ask for help when they need it. And that it is uh, not anything to be ashamed of, that it's a safe space, that it's a space where you can get the support that you need Mm -hmm. and to advocate for yourself and, you know, to never be uh, worried that it's a space where people go because they need help. You know, I think there's a fear around admitting that you need help, that we need to eradicate. And it's something that I, I felt was important that we frame it that way, that mm-hmm. we frame it under the, the banner of success, because mm-hmm. that's what all students are trying to achieve mm-hmm. is success. It shouldn't be a negative thing. That That's what this space is. It's about helping all students achieve. Yeah. And students are busy. And I think that... Um, if you were playing on an elite team and you missed some classes, is this a space where they can go and they can catch up on work and they can get caught up? And I know we use um, Brightspace and so a lot of the work and homework and assignments that are posted online. And this, I think, I'm envisioning this is going to be a place for them to go and also sit and um, have the assistance that they need if they've missed it in class. Yeah, so... I'll be available to work with our coaches to help support our athletes with organization skills and time management and Mm self-advocacy and um, making sure that they're on top of uh, if they've missed any classes or tests and being proactive instead of reactive in terms of their work. And uh, they'll be able to timetable themselves in during their spares to catch up on anything that they've missed, for instance, and just helping um, them learn those strategies that they need in order to be successful. And those are life skills that these these students are going to carry with them for the rest of their lives. If they're going on to play um, sports in university or post-secondary, those skills are being developed now versus being developed when they arrive at a university and they're trying to time manage and they're trying to catch up. They're going to have those skills already in their tool belt. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what we want. We want them to leave Armbre ready to take on the world. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the EAL program that we're going to be running out of the Success Center? All right. So Brendan Briscoe, who has been working with a number of our students uh, through our tutoring program, is coming on and will be teaching classes uh, at the school. And he's also going to be coming into the SCC to work with our students in there. He's amazing. And he's going to be part of our team which I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. And we also have an amazing um, tutoring program. We do. That is new to the school, um, which, is an, which is an amazing resource for students who may need a, an extra little push in a certain subject matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's under the um, umbrella of co-curriculars with mm-hmm. Ashley Matthews Duffett. Mm-hmm. Um, and kids are free to sign up uh, for that uh, at an extra cost yep. through her. Uh, but it's phenomenal that we have that right on campus. I mean, you've been you've been in the school for long enough that I think um, you are already yourself are set up for success in the Student Success Center. Students love you, so I think you're perfect for this position. Thank you, and excited to see it all come to fruition. And I think you're going to be an amazing resource for students and parents and 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 staff and faculty too. Like this has been a missing piece for a long time. So it's going to be really cool to see this, the success center kind of come full circle and excited to see where it will go. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky. I've learned from some of the best 
teachers working with people at the school for the past 21 years and learning from some of the best students. I mean, that has really prepared me because that's where the best learning come from. And the parents, really. I mean, the parents know their kids better than anybody. Mm. So if you sit back and really pay attention to all those people around you, that is the best preparation for anything. Thank you for listening to Armbray Academy in 18 minutes and 87 seconds. For more information, go to our website, armbray.ns.ca.